Welcome to Below the Berg. My name is Evan Pace Suit. This is the podcast focused on providing a platform to showcase ambitious college-aged people that are elevating their college experiences via internships, startups, or simply doing their own th- doing their own thing. Today we are with Caitlin Nelligan from ABE. She is a junior, and uh, well, I'm sure you can tell the rest. But today we're going to be focusing on internships and the soybean innovation competition here at Purdue University. So. Caitlin, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I'm actually a senior in agricultural engineering. Did I say junior? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Um, Sleep is a good thing, I've heard. I wouldn't know. Um, senior yeah. in environmental and natural resources engineering. Um, I apologize. No, you're good. <laughs> so I am from a suburb of Chicago. I went to Carl Sandburg High School, and I found myself here at Purdue studying agricultural engineering because I wanted to find a job where I would be able to be outdoors or on the move. I just didn't really want to sit at a desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you kind of so when you first came in, you kind of had an understanding that you wanted to go into ag engineering, correct? Or mm-hmm. were you undecided? Mm-hmm. So I actually came to Purdue as a pre-ABE, and it's actually the only major where you can start as, like, an engineer. It's the only engineering where you can be entered into Purdue as Mm -hmm. that major. Yeah, pre-ABE. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I came here knowing I was going to go into ABE. Mm -hmm. And which that kind of helps to get into research because, you know, faculty really really at a pretty early stage. Mm -hmm. So you were telling me earlier that you got your first internship from the research that you did your freshman year. What type of research were you into? So actually, I was asked by my one professor, my first class through the College of Agricultural and Biological Engineering, Dr. Sarah McMillan. She just kind of approached me one day after class and was like, hey, do you want to come work in my lab? Mm -hmm. And it was something I was still in all those gen ed classes and I was kind of scared about the time commitment and everything. But I decided, hey, you know what, like, let's try something. You know, got well, freshman year, you just yeah. want to take every opportunity. Yeah. And then you realize, I have to get these done at some point. Mm-hmm. At some point, these opportunities have to be actually executed, and then you end up with a mountain high of things to do. So how are you able to manage doing however many hours of research on top of, one, trying to keep a solid GPA at Purdue Engineering? What were some of the – how were you able to make that something that worked for you and then made it a transitionable skill for your internships? So that's definitely something that was the biggest takeaway I got from my research, and I still am taking it away, was my time management. Just when I go into the lab, I get whatever I need to do done, and then I'm able to just kind of – usually when I'm in lab, I kind of let that be my free time, kind of like – Well, you get in the zone when you're in the lab. Like when you're in the lab, it's fairly – nothing against research, but it's fairly monotonous. You have a job – you just take soil, soil, uh, soil cores, water quality samples, and typically it's a pretty methodical thing. Like mm-hmm. you're in the zone and you don't think about anything else. It's almost it's almost slightly therapeutic. I don't yes. want to say research is therapeutic, <laughs> but to a degree, I to do. a degree, yes. I would say it's relatively therapeutic in terms of just the monotonous work of it. Yes, and then also mm-hmm. just the all the people who work in the lab. So I'm working and I'm just kind of having a fun time joking around with the grad students and the lab manager. So it's just a nice way to kind of take a break from school and you're still getting something out of it. So I've loved my research experience. I 
have gotten a lot of um, understanding about standard operating procedures, just following guidelines and making sure you're going through all the protocols properly. Um, also data analysis and making sure you keep all your data organized because well, yeah, well, organization is just, yes. oh my goodness. I've gone through some of those freezers mm-hmm. full of water quality samples and oh my goodness, <laughs> do not get that job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time I actually was going through and I had to get my gloves out of my coat cause my hands were freezing. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's crazy. So what do you think that you've taken away as uh, so what, so what type of lessons have you taken away from some of the grad students that you've worked with? Has that influenced you whether to go in or not to go into grad school? I think that I've gotten a lot out of the working with the grad students, just kind of taking from their knowledge that they have and they've really been able to like kind of mentor me. And I feel like I've gotten a lot of little random, like tidbits of, um, like little tips on mm-hmm. how to like be a better person be a better uh lab worker and also just be a better friend and well i think by the end of the day they kind of give you that give you that encouragement like yeah no matter how awful that class that you're struggling with is at some point you're going to get through it whether you Mm -hmm. like it or not you know i mean because it like it's always in the moment like when i was in a couple really tough classes my sophomore year and i was doing research and you were there and you survived it somehow like yeah caitlin survived it she's giving me tips I'm going to get through one of these days, you know? Yeah. And I've definitely really loved that I've been able to get close with both the grad students that I'm working with and the undergrads. So I really love helping people. So it's great when I'm able to like help the underclassmen below me and help them kind of understand and get on the right track and give them that moral, moral boost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So speaking of your first internship and how that was influenced by your research, who was your first internship with and what were some of your uh, primary roles? So my first internship I got from the College of Agriculture's Career Fair. And I was scoping out this company because of their location. It was uh, Their location was actually like a few minutes away from my cottage. And I was like, oh, hey, like that would mm-hmm. be great. I could live in my cottage, not have to pay like housing fees. Mm-hmm. And so basically I convinced this guy that he needed me. Um, so that's I hilarious. Working. I love that. Yes. I love that. But it's really interesting of how people pursue specific internships. Mm-hmm. Like for me, whenever I look at internships, I always look at the skills that I will be using over the summer. Mm-hmm. As in, if I don't have that skill, I'd be like, hey, like this, like, hey, like this is a great opportunity to build that. So the one I have upcoming this year would be Civil 3D, and I don't have that under mm-hmm. my belt solidly yet. So I think you being, hey, well, also for me, like, I see internships as a opportunity to travel with compensation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is very nice. (laughs) You know, so like it's interesting of how you use location as a part of your uh, internship prospecting uh, process. Yeah, so I chose this because I wanted to kind of like live in that area. Mm -hmm. And so the company, it was a, the man that I talked to was the owner and the founder of that company. And it was called CropWatch Incorporated. And as uh, I was a like field scout, and I just kind of like went through. I and as the seasons went on, my roles progressed, and so I was visiting over a hundred fields in four days. It was a four-day, ten-hour workday, but usually because all of the fields were very distant, I usually ended up working like probably twelve to thirteen hours. <laughs> oh my goodness! But That's it insane. was 
It was a great experience for me because I'm an agricultural engineer, but I'm from a suburb of Chicago, so I've never really had that. Yeah, so usually like that great experience yes. to finally be engaged into what, yeah. okay, this have, is what they mean, you know, because mm-hmm. there's only so much a textbook can teach you. Yeah, and so I understand crops better because I've been able to actually see them grow, see the fields and like understand like we talk about soil compaction and like runoff water and being able to walk around all these different types of fields with different soil types and you're like wow I understand why this makes such a big difference when I go back to school and I'm making these calculations and I'm trying to figure out how to best manage the uh, field mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty crazy so what classes do you think that has most benefited you and your internships of being out in the field. So would you say uh, it was like your soil sciences course mm-hmm. or uh, soil and water resources engineering? Like, were you able to see that down the road uh, positively been, uh, so positively impact your grades by any mm-hmm. means? So I feel like I'm kind of the opposite from like your internship experiences. Mm-hmm. For me, I experienced the internship and then, um, well, no, actually I am, no, yeah. mine's the same as yours. Yeah, I experience see, for me, like, the internship. It's like I take skills from internships yeah. and then I bring those into school yes. and it ends up helping my school experiences, yeah, which is kind of flip-flopped of what you would expect. Yeah, actually, that's exactly what happened to me. I'm just thinking about it because I had that internship and then all of a sudden I was in soil sciences class. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, mm-hmm. I'm connecting this to what I learned out in the field. And then I was in um, our soil water resources class and I was kind of better picturing the fields that we were trying to get the irrigation for Mm -hmm. and the drainage so definitely but I do have to say so my second internship I was working as an operations um operations intern at Red Gold Mm -hmm. the tomato company and where was that at that that was in um Arrestes Indiana so the next biggest town is it's like 30 minutes away from Muncie Okay. All right. So kind of Southern Indiana. Yeah. Okay. And so for that internship, I have to say what I learned at school applied to my internship. Hmm. So it's, yeah. So so they kind of flip flop each time. Yeah. That's interesting. So first my internship helped me with classes. And then the second internship I had, my classes helped me with that Hmm. because I was taking, um, machine design. And so I'm here in lecture, like trying to understand what a bearing is. And then all of a sudden I'm like walking around on the factory floor, my first week there getting a tour. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, wait, is that a bearing? <laughs> and the For those of like, you who are wondering <laughs> agricultural and biological and biological engineering and the AE focus is like kind of like a combo between mechanical yeah. engineering and environmental engineering. Mm-hmm. You still get a little bit of your mechanical side, but your specialized classes are going to be more directed towards the environment. Yeah. So we do, of course, unfortunately for me, at least <laughs> we have to learn about bearings for a semester and circuits. So, yes. but, but overall, I think that really helps us become like better rounded engineers. Yeah. I mean, like we're definitely very well rounded yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. So how did you enjoy that experience working at Red Gold since it was so opposite from your first yeah. experience of being a field worker to working the line in a factory? Mm-hmm. So I actually like to say this when I was going to the interview for the job I was like hey like I last year I was out in the field learning how these crops grow now I'm here in this processing facility I want to see how the crops are 
process to mm-hmm. get to that final consumer. So I kind of got to see the whole kind of lifetime of the crops from growth mm-hmm. to processing to like on the shelf. And between two internships, you've been yes. able to combine that full that full life cycle. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Full circle yeah. right there. Yeah, I mean, like, but that like actually that's quite similar to how I leveraged uh, my future internship mm-hmm. with an engineering firm of I've been on the environmental construction side for two internships and I was pretty much my main pitch was I've seen how engineering design is implemented now now I want to be a part of yeah. the creation of the engineering design yeah and that's kind of how you did it mm-hmm. I saw how crafts were grown now I want to see how they're processed but I mean, like, I think that's definitely like a big pull for people who are recruiting interns is that they have that in the field experience yeah. for the first couple internships that they have. Yeah. Even though it's like a s- small thing, it gives you such a, like a better understanding once you get to that second stage. Like you have to know the first like initial stage. So then you know how to better kind of go about mm-hmm. Like processing or like design. Mm-hmm. Well, you need a blueprint. You need a yeah. base of something. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So now you're going to be working for a hardwood yes. flooring company. Yes. So how did you get into this? Is this kind of like a pursuit of your interest with manufacturing and mm-hmm. processing? So I have to say, like my internship this summer, I just found out I loved manufacturing. Hmm. So I've always been a very outdoors person. I thought I was going to be out in the fields with my with my career but Mm -hmm. during this time I realized that I just even though I'm not outside I still get to be active because I can go I'm gonna go out I'm gonna be out on the floor making Mm -hmm. sure everything's running smoothly I get to interact with operators and I'm I'm a people person I really like to you're just a tad bubbly a tad bubbly (laughs) yes I like to go out and interact with the people and I really just felt something click this summer and I really enjoyed it Hmm. so when I was going through looking at companies, I actually found Armstrong Flooring at um, the Industrial Roundtable. Okay. I just so Purdue's main engineering career fair, yes. for those of you who aren't familiar. So I looked at basically my strategy to career fairs, which is very different from other people. I go online and I say, okay, who's looking for an agricultural engineer? And so I see that's your first first wrong thing. I don't even define myself as an agricultural engineer. I just go civil engineering, environmental engineer. I don't even put ag because everybody assumes that we're tractor engineers. Yeah. All right, continue, continue. I just had to throw that. No, you're good. You're good. So I go and I see, and I'm like, okay, wow. Like I wonder what I could do with this company. So what did I do? I I went up to the table, and I said, hey, like. I see you're looking for agricultural engineers. I was wondering how can I add value to your company? And there was a man and then a girl sitting there. And the girl was like, oh, hey, like I graduated from Purdue ABE last year. I can tell you what an agricultural engineer can do to help. And so I got to really talk to her, find out about the program because it's a rotational program. Mm -hmm. And I found, I was like, wow, like this sounds really cool. That's pretty cool. And when I went to the interview, that's when I knew that I wanted to work there because I just loved the, all the people that I met. And mm-hmm. for me, I feel like I can do anything that like I set my mind to as long as I'm working with people. As long as you're with the right people. Yeah, you know. as long as I'm working with the right-minded, like, like-minded people and we're all like there working our hardest to get the job done mm-hmm. as best as like we can. Mm-hmm. You know so I mean? speaking of being surrounded with good people, have you been able to 
transition that sense of being with good people and working with good people to, to achieve a common goal into something that Purdue hosts called the soybean innovation competition where you get, so you're in groups about three to five mm, yeah. and you, from what I know at a very, yes. very, very high surface level, uh, you create a soy based product yes. to compete for $20,000. Am I right? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it, Caitlin, because you're in it right now, right? Yes, so I'm in it right now, and it's actually dual. Like, I'm in the competition, and it's also my senior design capstone (laughs) project. And so we're kind of a unique team. We have – we got assigned teams as the senior design. So I'm the agricultural engineer, and then I'm working with two agricultural system management students, and that's, like, my capstone team. But then we – went out and we actually got a grad student who was in, who's an alumni of Purdue um, College of Agricultural and Biological Engineering, who's now in industrial engineering as a master's student. Mm -hmm. So we have a team of four, all have different, like various backgrounds, various Mm -hmm. skills. And so it's been a very um, cool experience seeing Mm -hmm. how everyone can kind of fit into their like specific yeah each person kind of finds their niche and where their role kind of lies so what's so so what is your guys's um so what is your guys's product that you guys have developed so or is this still on the hush hush um, yeah unfortunately until next wednesday i can't publicly say it because so the competition you go through and you design a product you can't tell anyone and it's Produce property and so oh yeah until that it's like huh. the awards are given out next wednesday like we're not allowed to say publicly so what has so how did your company view your senior design combination with the soybean innovation competition mm-hmm. like so did they comment on that at all did so they- i didn't really talk about it during my interviews mostly what they wanted to hear about was my previous manufacturing experience but mm-hmm. for me i actually am taking a lot away from this competition because it's in it's basically you're manufacturing a product yeah, yeah it's product development we're in um like uh I forget what they call it. R and R, like mm-hmm. yeah, res- uh, yeah, research and in- no uh, R and D. Yes, research R&D. and development. Research and development. <laughs> so basically, that's what I'm doing here with this like mm-hmm. competition. And so, I did just find out what my first project is going to be at my company and Armstrong Flooring, and I'm going to be working to try and make the. They do they do both wood and resilient flooring, and I'm going to be working with the chemical formulas to try and make their resilient flooring like more efficient. So oh, wow. like using that. Cool. So I think what I got from this competition is going to help me immensely because I've gotten kind of product development and research and development mm-hmm. skills throughout this project, along mm-hmm. with like my previous research experience. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So as we wrap up here, I'm going to kind of finish with my trademark question of. After all of you've experienced through internships and research, if you were to do college all over again and you were to recreate either a course or recreate your own major and kind of create your own crafted major blended uh, blended between different topics and majors and minors, what would that look like? And how do you think that would transition into a a better fitted career path for you? Mm -hmm. I have to say for me when I, because I'm kind of more on that like manufacturing track, I think I would have liked to kind of incorporate more of like that efficiency stuff like on the floor and like processy mm-hmm. flow. So more of like an industrial engineering. Yeah, because like we get a little taste of that in machine design, 
But if we would have been able to add that in, because there are a lot of people, like if you're going to work for John Deere, like Case mm-hmm. and stuff, you have to know kind of like what's going to happen once you give them this drawing. Mm-hmm. Because for you to kind of better design something, you have to know the process that it's mm-hmm. going to go through. Yeah, 100%. So I think that if we had something where we kind of start, like understand the flow of like manufacturing, mm-hmm. I so, would have like incorporated like a class like yeah. that. So theoretically speaking, if you could replace all of the ME classes you took with <laughs> IE classes oh, that would and be kept great. your environmental. <laughs> yes. That's interesting. I yeah. like it. I like it a lot. Well, Caitlin, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, no worries. Well, this is another ending of an episode of Blow the Berg. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> thank appreciate you. it. All right, peace. <laughs>